I just had a great conversation on the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, and it was fantastic. Of course, I love Jason. I, I love what he's about. I love the the root of all success podcast and how his heart is to serve those that want to make an impact and want to scale their businesses and want to exit without exiting. So Jason, thank you so much for this interview. It was fun as always. And uh, you're always adding value to, to everybody. So I just appreciate that about you. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of The Root of All Success, The Real Jason Duncan. The Real Jason Duncan. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of The Root of All Success. This is episode 163. It's hard to believe I've been doing this for 163 episodes, and I can't do this without you. Thank you for being a faithful listener. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stumbling upon it or finding it however you got here. I've got a great show for you today. I've got Alan Blaine on the show today. He's the former owner and CEO of a $40 million real estate investment company, but after realizing that he wasn't really pursuing his purpose and living in his life's calling, he launched a business called his like work from anywhere business, freedom business, teaching everyday people how to create passive income from their phones. And uh, today, eight years later, he's grown his organization to include over 10,000 people uh, spanning 10 countries and he's producing millions in annual revenue and he's representing countless lives that have been positively impacted by his company's food supplements. And uh, he, he's also the host of a top-rated podcast, which we're going to talk about on my show today, called Life's Hard Succeed Anyway. And uh, he interviews a guest, like I was on episode 26 of his show, about their stories, their struggles, their strategies, how to overcome adversity, and how they can succeed anyway. And the theme of this show is challenges are given, misery is optional, which I record the episode, and then I record the, the uh, this promo afterwards. But that's why I named the show Misery is Optional, because he talks about that. And that's actually a rewording of his podcast. So it'll be interesting for you to hear us develop that concept as we talk. He is uh, married to Nicole for 30 years. They have six kids. He lives right here in the same town that I live in, Gallatin, Tennessee. Please help me welcome Alan Blaine to the show. Hey there, Alan. Welcome to the Root of All Success, man. Hey, excited to have this conversation with you today. So we actually live uh, pretty close to each other, right? You're in, you're in Hendersonville? Actually, Gallatin. Gallatin, Tennessee. Oh, that's right. Well, it's even closer because I live in Gallatin. I just knew you were somewhere somewhere in Sumner County, so we're, we're both in the same town. Um, I, I miss doing my shows in person. I used to only record in person, live in person, and we, you know, if the person was interested, we'd smoke cigars and drink a glass of whiskey and have a conversation. It just got to be so much on the logistics side. I moved everything to online and it's fun because uh, I get to talk to a lot more people this way, but I forgot that you're 
right down the street, man. We probably could have done this and just set up cameras and done it. It'd have been fun. But true, uh, true. you've been in Gallatin a long time. Have you? Are you from Nashville? No, we just moved uh, from Hendersonville to Gallatin about a year and a half ago to be on the water of all places. Excited to to have a lake home now. So loving life here on Old Hickory Lake. So, but did you grow up in this area, or are you no, from here? Or no, what? Grew up in. My wife and I both were uh, grew up in California. Uh, she grew up in Orange County, California down near the beach. And I grew up in the part of California. Nobody pictures as California, but it was central part of the state, farmland, all agriculture, small town, USA. So moved here. When did you move here? When, how long moved to in Hendersonville in 2018, a couple years okay. after starting the business we currently have. And after gaining the geographic freedom to live anywhere, we took a road trip around the country as a family for a couple months and just deciding where would we want to land if we wanted to live anywhere. At that time, we were living in Washington State, not California, up near the Canadian border, actually, and uh, landed in Hendersonville, May of 2018, by choice. Wow. You know, I've got a good friend of mine who they moved here from Southern California uh, about six, maybe six, seven years ago. I don't remember how long ago it was, but they, they just, it's kind of the same thing. They were just looking and then landed in Hendersonville, ended up buying, building a house in, in Gallatin. And, uh, they were here. They just moved to Jacksonville, Florida back in August. So we're, we're mad at them for leaving us, but, <laughs> but, but you're, you're, you are not alone, brother, man. There's so many people that are, that are escaping the West coast madness and heading this direction. Yeah. I just yeah. want to put up a sign at I 40 and say, we're full. <laughs> no more, please. <laughs> we're, so we got a whole lot of people coming here, man. And you're, you're part of that, but we're glad that you're here. And I'm glad that my friends were here for the time that they were here too, man. Hey, we're glad So uh, you got, well, you got six kids, been married for 30 years. So all six kids still at home living with you. And was that a no, big trip altogether or what? No, uh, two of the six. We Yeah, we do have six children. I, I like to jokingly say all boys except for five of them. Um, so we have five girls, one boy. Um, but anyway, no, we had two were grown. And by twenty fall of 2017 is when we took our road trip. We had two that were grown and out of the house by then. And so the four that were still at home took the road trip with us. And now we're down to three at home. Slowly whittling them down to empty nester syndrome, right? That's right. Yeah, the baby, I mean, the baby's 16, so it's not not going to be long. And we're excited. I mean, not that we're excited to have our kids gone, but we're we're excited for that season of life and, you know, more travel and more things to do. Nicole and I, my wife and I, we're best friends and business partners, so we just love getting to spend time together. So we're, we're not at all, uh, you know, nervous about that season of life. Well, I can tell you from experience, I, we, we've been married 28 years and our kids are, uh, my son turns 23 tomorrow and my daughter's 20 and, uh, he, he, he moved out a few years ago. She's never home. She lives here, but she's never home. So I'm telling you, you're not excited to have your kids gone. That's not what you're excited about. But, the, but what you said, the freedom of being able to go and do as you please is really, really nice. And right now we travel a lot. We were gone all week last week. We're going to be gone in two weeks. We're going to be gone another full week. And she can stay and watch the dog and watch the house and check the mail and take the trash out. And all that. That's kind of cool. But uh, but it's coming in due time, my man. Yep, due- <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Looking forward to it. Well, let me ask you a question. Let's do this. So if you had to, this is the Root of All Success podcast. And if you had to narrow down all of your success in life, everything that you've been able to accomplish to this point, 
here in 2023, if you had to say, what's the one thing that helped you unlock the success, what would you say that it is? And I know there's more than one thing, but if you had to just start with that one thing, Alan, what would you say? That is a super good question. And it's, and it's tough almost for me to pin it down to one thing, but having, as you said, to, to do that, I would say, of course, in addition to God's blessing on my life, because I'd be nothing without him and his help. Um, I would have to say vision, Jason, I'd have to say vision. And, And the reason why I say that is because there was a season in my life for too many years where I lacked a clear and compelling vision. And I believe that, you know, success, and we can talk more about what is success later. I know, you know, you, you, you asked a lot of your guests that questions I've heard in other shows, but, um, and everybody has a different definition of success. But for me, my vision for many years of my life when I wasn't having the kind of success, and again, for me, success is so much more than just financial success. When I wasn't having a thriving marriage, when I wasn't having, when I wasn't a great parent, when I wasn't in great physical health as I am today at 51, when I wasn't, you know, financially free, you know, is my vision was very, very small. Um, I didn't really, you know, everybody has a vision. I want to say I didn't have a vision. No, that would be inaccurate. Everybody has a vision. My vision was to survive and eat and breathe and work my 40 hours a week and do my 30 years and retire and fish my life away. Like literally that was my vision. And when my vision shifted, which ironically, well, not ironically, maybe sadly, it wasn't until I was about 40, I'm 51 now. It wasn't until I was about 41, 42 that I had a, went, went through a very challenging time in my life that led me to reevaluating my life and my purpose and my passion and my mission and my occupation and why am I here and what am I doing and make a shift. But it was my vision getting clear on that at that point in my life that has allowed me over the last 10 years, roughly to have success in all those areas of life really just kind of blow my mind almost every day. And especially when I look about, look at how little I had come, how, how, how the, my limited success in many regards up to age 40, and then the amount of success I've had just in the last decade, when I got clear on my vision for me, that's why I would say vision is the key in, in the answer to your question. The number one thing that has contributed to my success. Interesting. And I want to, I've got a couple of questions to follow up on that. I, I'm going to ask you what you mean by vision. Cause I, I think I know what you mean, but I want to get digging that. But the other thing before we answer that question is I think it's interesting that you didn't have this epiphany or this, this moment of awareness until you were in your forties. And, and I think I'm a huge fan of Napoleon Hill. I read all everything that he does and talk about, uh, I talk about it a lot, but one of the things he says in think and grow rich is that he, his study of these 500 most successful men didn't, most of them did not achieve any significant levels of success into their forties, fifties, and sixties. Isn't that, isn't that interesting that you said yeah. that your epiphany, this awakening, this, this new found concept of vision didn't happen until your forties. I didn't start my first big business until I was late thirties and now I'm in my late forties. So I think we're, we're very similar in that. Now, so now what do you think about vision? What, what does that mean to you? Well, I think it means for, for me, it means, you know, life is full of challenges and I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur, you're going to face challenges. And those of us that are entrepreneurs, and I know that's the, you know, the context of of your show, um, 
we're going to face challenges, even additional challenges in business and entrepreneurship that even others won't face. And so challenges are given, you know, misery is optional. Uh, challenges are given how we react to those challenges is is going to dictate and determine our level of success in, in, in any particular area of life. So when I talk about vision uh, and my lack of vision in my earlier years, I'm talking about the ability to have a to be able to see our life years down the road, how we would like it. To not only be able to see the life that we desire to live, uh, I would add that I feel called to live, but also the, you know, that includes the impact we want to make. And that also includes the person I want to become. So I've got this, when I, when I talk about this vision, I've got this vision for my life where in my mind's eye, I can see now, I don't know when my last breath on earth will be taken, but I'm seeing out to age, you know, this might sound kind of crazy, but 120. And again, I'm okay if my life gets taken tomorrow, but I'm planning to live 120. And I'm making plans that way with my finances and with my times and my resources. That in itself, by the way, as a side point, it's a game changer. If we think we're living to 75 versus we plan to live to 100 or 110 or 120, whatever the number is. It changes a lot of things in how we perceive our life, but that's a little side point. But I'm picturing what my life is going to be like, the impact that I will have left, the legacy that I will have left, my reason for doing everything I'm doing from the food I eat or don't eat to the relationships I'm building to what I'm doing for a career, all these things. And I'm able to see this future and look back at the impact as again, the Bible says we all see through a glass darkly. I don't claim to think I can see everything exactly as it will be, but I've got this vision for my life that here's the thing, Jason, that when the challenges come and we're in the middle of challenges, even right now, I mean, we've got stuff going on and, and I just have come to grown, I've grown to understand that is life. And that's a big breakthrough I've had. That is life. We're either in a challenge, you know, just came through a challenge or we're heading towards the next one. And, but when we, those challenges hit us, when they punch us in the face and that's what life does in entrepreneurship or not, it's the vision that I see through the challenge. I see beyond the challenge and I'm able to go through it and, and, and go through it well most of the time today where without a vision that was bigger than myself, that was a, you know, a vision that didn't include viewing the use of my life to outlive my life like I have now, those challenges beat me up. They threw me off course. They, they caused me to make poor decisions in the moment that affected my family, my health, my finances, all sorts of things. So for me, I guess all that to say is vision is being able to see where I'm going, why I'm, go why I'm going there, who I'm going with, and what it's going to be like when I get there and I look back in my rear view mirror at my life. I love that, man. That's really good. And you, I wrote down what you said. Challenges are given. Misery is optional. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, misery is optional because nothing has meaning until we give it meaning. So we choose to see the negative or to see the positive and we choose to live our reality in that existence. And it sounds like you're the type of guy that wants to look at the positive side and see, to use the term vision, to see what is possible rather than to, uh, commiserate and what perceive, what we perceive to be as misery at the yeah. moment. So that's, I've had, uh, I've had to learn where, that. Where did that come from? How did, how did you develop that perception mm -hmm. and that mindset? 
You know, that is a, that's a really good question. I, I don't know the answer, but somewhere along the way, I started learning that, I mean, I, mean, I started, well, I started reading the Bible <laughs> and I started learning biblical principles um, that, you know, that challenges are, I mean, this is, this is me paraphrasing different passages, but the challenges are the master's degree in character development. I, I started reading passages like in James one, that we're supposed to count these things joy when we go when we come across challenges or trials or adversity, whatever you want to call it. And so I started looking back on my life because I'd been through, I'd been beat up. I'd been beat up like hard uh, in, in my early 40s, right, right around there about 10 years ago in that season of life. And so I started looking back at my life and going, hey, look at what I've learned. Look at where I've grown. And then I started just really kind of diving deep into challenges and looking at people, myself and others how they handled them positively or negatively, whether they learn and grew through them or whether they, they allowed those challenges to essentially destroy their confidence, destroy relationships, destroy their life. And so that's when I started realizing these are really good things. I mean, they don't feel good in the moment. They never, ever feel good in the moment. But being able to have that perspective that this is a good thing, this is going to be used for good in some way, I can't change the the adversity coming at me, but I can, as you just kind of mentioned a minute ago, I can choose how I react to it. And if I react to it, well, it's going to be a, it can be a very, very positive thing. It can be a, something that I learn through. It can be something I grow through. It's something I build character through perseverance, patience. It's something that now I have as a part of my life, albeit maybe scar tissue and whatever else that goes along with it, that now I can encourage others in, help others in, because we can't teach what we don't know. You know that we can't lead where we're not willing to go. And when we have an experience, nobody can take that away from us. And there's plenty of other people like there is no challenge under the sun that's new to you or me. You know, somebody's facing similar things. Other people have gone through it and other people will go through it. And so to be able to have that, I, you know, as a mindset thing, and I know you're real big into mindset as I am as well and helping people with that, Jason, but it's a mindset shift now. It's like, now I've got an asset that I can help others with. And that's what I want my whole life to be about is encouraging and uplifting. And as I know you do too, and, and, and helping others out. I mean, that's what we're, that's what we're all about. And I know that's what this podcast is all about. So it's been a, it's been a game changer for me. Well, thank you for saying that. Now, what, what would you, so we look at this other side of things. So what was your key to becoming successful? Well, now the question is, well, how do you define that term success? What does Alan Blaine, what does Alan Blaine say that success is? Well, I've got to tell you before I answer your question, a thank you for asking this question. And the reason why I'm saying that is because after listening to some of the episodes of your podcast going back a ways now, I loved that you asked all your guests this question. And so I've started doing the same on my podcast because I liked it so much. And it's been so fun, as you already well know, uh, you're way ahead of me in this area, but to hear all the different perspectives because no two definitions of success yet that I've heard are exactly the same. Um, but yeah. for me, for me, I go back to Matthew 25 and the parable of the talents for anybody that's, that's familiar with that. And just thinking, you know, each and every one of us has been gifted with a different level, different unique gifts, talents, abilities, and I'll even add opportunities to be living 
in the country we live in, in the day and age we live in, in the, you know, with the technology we have, just, you could just go on and on when you, when you talk about what are the opportunities we all have today. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to the Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. And it's built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting. You need around video and sales and automation dub is there. You can try dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try dub. Plus you're going to get 50% off your first two months of dub. You can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub. I love talking about this sponsor because it's oftentimes a lot of people talk about sponsors on their shows or sponsors and they either don't use them or they might've used them once and they're not really in love with it. They just take their money. <laughs> it, it certainly is nothing wrong with that. But this sponsor, this one of my sponsors of the podcast is Story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Two Y's, why? Because they're awesome. If you've ever wondered how these influencers do their Instagram reels and their TikToks and their YouTube shorts to look so amazing where they've got the Zoom cuts and the pop-ups and the on-screen illustrations, whether it's cartoons or actual images or videos that get responses, that people go, ooh, I want to talk to that. If you want to know how people do that, that is exactly what Story does. They take your videos and they make you look like an influencer. They make you become an influencer. And they will post it for you. They'll write the captions. They'll add the relevant hashtags. They put it on the platforms that you care about the most. And after that content's posted, they take it even one step further to boost it to your past clients, your leads, or anyone that you want to target. And they even have someone log into your social media profile to engage with other people's posts to drive engagement on your profile. Story truly takes a headache away from doing social media content from start to finish. And they have a mission to help people nurture and cultivate their relationships by sharing your message digitally. And they even have an app that makes it easy to upload your content and track everywhere your video is at. And I've been using them for a long time. And I told them, I said, look, guys, I love what you're doing. I want to recommend you to everybody. You need to be a sponsor of my podcast. And so they're a co-sponsor of this podcast. And they're also the exclusive sponsor of my live webinar series, Entrepreneur Master Series, because they're that good. I tell everybody about them. So go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story to learn more. And that's therealjasonduncan.com slash story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Why are there two Ys? 
because they're awesome. You'll get 10% off your first three months if you go to that link, therealjasonduncan.com slash story. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. And we all have been given the, these different things, and they're different. You know, that passage talks about some give, get five talents, some get two, some get one. But the point is, is that we are called to be good stewards with the talents and to maximize the investment. So to answer your question, here's the definition of success for Alan Blaine, is that when I get to the end of my life, uh, and, we're, and we're figuratively speaking, sitting there on the rocking chair, you know, and as the sun is setting on my life, if, if that's how it all goes down and I'm able to look back, kind of going back to what I said earlier and look back and go, how did I do with my investing my talents, my skills, my abilities, my time, my money, my opportunities? Did I do well? And the answer to that question for me would determine whether I was a success or not in my life. So that's at the end of my life. So I would say to put it in today's terms, I'm a success. Success to me is maximizing, making progress towards my gifts, talents, and abilities and, and growing in those and, and leveraging those to impact other people. If I'm doing that on a daily basis, I'm living a successful life. And that goes, that transcends just business. It 100% includes business and money and finances, but it goes into every other area of life. So by that definition, what you said was maximizing and making progress in your gifts to help others. And then of course, the, the other side of that, which is when you get to the end, looking back, say, did I use the talents that God gave me? Based on those definitions or those versions of your definition of success, do you consider yourself to be a successful person? I absolutely do consider myself to be a successful person based on that by God's grace. And I also can ease, I'm one that can, I'm very perfectionistic. So it's very, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs, it's very easy to see where I fall short. It's very easy for me to beat myself up and go, I could have done better at this. It's never good enough. Like that is my mindset. That is my, that's how I'm wired. So I don't know how, how many people relate with that, but I'm guessing you've got a lot of listeners that could probably relate with that. So that is me. So that's why I think it's so important for me and others like me to be able to not only have our goals and be looking where we're going and looking for progress and looking for growth. I think it's so important, but if that's all we do, it, it can, it can be hard at times. So, cause we're never where we want to be as fast on the timeline we want to be there. in. so I do like to, to take time to at least glance back and look at the gains I've made, the gains in my growth, the gains in my mindset, the gains in my relationships, the gains in my finances, all the important, my health, all these fitness, all these things that are important, the most important areas of life to me and, and celebrate those and then get right back looking forward at the goals. So the answer is yes, I believe I'm a success um, based on the way I'm living my life and the, and the things I'm accomplishing and the people I'm impacting and serving but I also have to be careful not to not to fall in the ditch of, hey, it's never good enough, I, you know, because I could easily feel be tempted to feel like, no, I'm never a success. I'm never good enough. I never can accomplish enough. There's always more to be done, if that makes sense. Well, I think what you mentioned in your in your answer to that question was about looking, looking back and seeing how far you've come and, and understanding the gains that you've made in your mindset and your money and your health and wealth and faith and finance, all, all those all those things. 
I think that ties in really well with the one key that you said was to your success and that's vision, right? Because looking back and understanding and having awareness of where you are helps you create the vision for where you want to go. Because if you don't know where you've been, it's hard to know where you are and where you want to go. So I think that's, I, I don't know that you made that intentionally those, th th those two things line up, but I, I hear that as the interviewer in this podcast to see that vision was your key and that you consider yourself to be a successful person because you looking around and realizing how far you come yet there's still progress to be made. So I think that's really, really clever and interesting. I want to take a moment to, to promote and plug your podcast. You've got uh, life's hard succeed anyway podcast. I was a guest on your show not too long ago. And uh, you, you know, so I want to, I want to give the listeners just a minute before we get into our kind of final question. What is it that you talk about on your show? Tell everybody where they can find it because pod, podcast listeners always want to find a, a good podcast to listen to. So tell them about yours. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity to get to, to share my podcast with your listeners. I think there's a lot of uh, synergy and overlap there of, of common ground. I think that they would enjoy as well, but my, my podcast, Life's Hard, Succeed Anyway, uh, which is also the title of the book. I should be coming out with hopefully in August is the plan, but uh, it's simply a, uh, it was something that, that was just on my heart as I started sharing more of my story and the, the hard and the challenges I'd been through and saw how it encouraged other people who knew the level of success I had had and was having and am having in business and, and with finances and all, and, and even in my personal life with my marriage and, and family and health and all, I could see how it encouraged them to hear that, wow, Alan has been through some stuff and yet he's succeeding anyway. And I thought, well, if my story can do that, what about all the other people's stories? There's countless other people that have had success and I'll bet every single one of them has been through some substantial challenges if they've lived any length of time. So that was the idea or is the idea behind the podcast is it's a weekly podcast. I bring on different guests each, each week. Um, many notable guests. I mean, we've had NFL players on there. We've had, you know, comedians with millions of followers. We've had pastors of churches of seven, 8,000 mega churches, you know, uh, notable people and everyday entrepreneurs as well um, that have come through some major, major substantial challenges, whether it's divorce, you know, al alcohol addictions, deaths of children, just all the stuff, you know, bankruptcies, all the things. And yet they're succeeding anyway. So it's just the idea behind the podcast is just to be an encouragement to those out there that want to live a successful life um, and don't want to let their adversity, challenges, and trials limit them. And, and we obviously bring out the the uh, some of the strategies and tips and best practices people are using to succeed uh, in life. And and uh, so that's what we do. It, it's on all the podcast platforms, you know, just like yours, you know, whatever, Spotify, Apple, all the things, or if someone wants a list of about 20 of them, um, you know, they can go to my website, alanblaine.com forward slash podcast and just see all the different platforms it's on. All right. So his podcast is life's hard succeed. Anyway, you can go to alanblaine.com and I'm going to spell that it's a L L A N right. A L L A N B L a I N. So not a common spelling of the out of the name Alan. So make sure you spell it right. A L L A N B L A I N.com. You could check that out there. So um, I want to, I want to point out something else that I see that you may or may not know. Maybe, maybe you knew, but you said earlier, and I wrote this down, challenges are given misery is optional, which I love that. As a matter of fact, I'll probably go title the episode something like that. Cause I think that's really good. That is exact. That's a re 
wording of your podcast title. Okay. Life's hard, succeed anyway. Challenges are given, our challenges are given, misery yep. is optional. It's the same, like you're, it's the rewording of the same thing. So you've got this theme, Alan, rolling through everything you're doing is that, look, it, the shit's going to hit the fan. Stuff's going to happen. It's going to be bad, but you choose what's going to happen. So life is hard, succeed anyway. <laughs> challenges are given, misery is optional. I <laughs> so, love that you I love that, that. You're, it's so <laughs> synchronistic. I didn't do that on purpose, but I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, so now let me ask, let me ask this question. So we've talked about your vision of success, like your vision being your key to success, rather uh, your definition of success about using and maximizing your talents coming from the parable of the talents in Matthew 25. And, and by the way, for those of you that have never read that, pick up a New Testament uh, a Bible. Matthew is the first book in the New Testament, which is the second half of the Bible. Uh, and then chapter 25, Jesus tells this, this parable, which is the way he taught one of the world's greatest teachers ever. And he teaches this about this, these talents, which was a monetary uh, thing then, but we, we've, in our English vernacular, it means the gifts and abilities. Great, great story. So go check that out. And if you know the story, go back and reread it. But his, his, uh, your, Alan said his definition of success is maximizing those talents. And then we talked about how you, you, uh, you consider yourself to be successful by having the proper perspective. Now, if we want to turn, turn to Alan as coach, Alan, you know, professor, Alan, the advisor, Alan, we want to ask you, okay, what is the, what is one piece of advice that an entrepreneur should hear from someone who's created a multi-million dollar company twice, like you did it in the real estate business. And now you're doing it in another business and you're helping others do the same thing. What's a one thing that you could say, and I know there's a bunch, but what's one thing you could say, do this or don't do this. I mean, I don't know which yeah. one is it. That is a big question. And there's so many things again, it's like so many things I'd like to say, but I think it comes back to passion. I think it comes back to passion, finding, doing whatever it takes to stay passionate about it. It's so easy to get excited, passionate, whatever word you want to use there, about something in the beginning. It, there's, many, there's many starters. There's very few finishers. And said a different way, you know, many people get so excited in the beginning, whether it's a weight loss program or some business opportunity, whatever it is. And the passion is there and the excitement is there. And then life punches you in the face. Business is not easy. Nothing is nothing of great value that I've found is ever easy. And so it's easy to start quickly, just kind of going through motions and doing the things that we know to do, but not doing it with passion. And for me, I found passion is the key to everything. Maintaining a high level of passion and doing whatever it takes to maintain it. First, being aware of it. Second, doing whatever it takes to keep it is critical, not just for a great marriage, but for a successful thriving business or a long-term fitness plan, whatever. It, it applies to anything in life, you know, a relationship with the Lord, keeping our passion. So I think that's key. And I see so many people starting to various businesses with a great idea and some excitement and some passion, and they can't stay consistent long enough to see the success they desire. And I think it really comes back to the fact that they're not able to tap into whatever they need to be tapping into to keep their passion high enough to stay consistent long enough to have the success they desire. Yeah. 
that we all, I think, suffer from the shiny object syndrome too, which depletes our passion, you know, our desire to pursue one thing and we lose focus because we're chasing so many shiny objects. So I love that. So passion uh, being that piece of advice. Well, Alan, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show to talk about your uh, success, what your vision of it is, or your keys are. I want to encourage everybody to go check him out on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash five. Remember, his name is A-L-L-A-N-B-L-A-I-N. So five. But on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, it's a little easier. It's Blaine on all three of those platforms, Face, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, Alan be Blaine and make sure you go check out his podcast life's hard succeed anyway there's at least one good episode because I was on there I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I but go check out all his episodes he's uh, yeah I, he's had some great guests on there and uh he is uh, we I love talking to local guys like down the street local like you're on the other side of the water I'm I, I used to live out closer to the water where you are. Now I'm I'm more inland. <laughs> I'm a little further away from the water, but we do have the old Hickory Lake here in Sumner County, which is a nice little gym that we have that uh, other people around Middle Tennessee don't have. But Alan, I'm going to leave the last word to you. As we finish up the show today, I'm going to leave you with the last word. What would you like to say before we sign off today? Well, I appreciate that, Jason. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure and a privilege to get to be here with you, have this conversation and get to share a little bit of my experience with your listeners. By the way, you were episode 26 on the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway uh, podcast. If anyone wants to go jump right to episode 26, it was a great, great interview, which is not going to surprise any of your listeners because that's why they listen to your show here. You're awesome. Um, last word besides that is, uh, boy, I I just, I just, I don't know. I just want to go back to vision and just, and just, I cannot overemphasize. I I remember a quote hearing a quote from Tony Robbins. He said, and and I'm going to get it. I'm going to paraphrase slightly probably, but it's going to be really close to how he said it. He said, people are not lazy. And I remember thinking, uh, yes, they are. (laughs) I'm plenty of lazy people. And then as he continued on, I realized, no, he's right. People aren't lazy. He said, people aren't lazy. They just lack a compelling enough vision to move them to action. And I mean, with the compelling enough vision, mountains will be moved. I mean, mountains will be moved in relationships, in in, in business, in finances, in fitness, everything. So I just want to encourage your listeners, if they're not clear, crystal clear on what are they doing why are they doing it? Who are they doing it with? Where are we going? What is the what is the why, if you want to say it a different way, behind what you're doing? Tap into that. Get crystal clear on it. And it is a game changer in all areas of life. Business is no exception. Love it, man. Well, Alan, it's been a great conversation. Uh, we need to get together and have lunch sometime soon since we're so close and meet in person after two podcast episodes virtually. We need to yeah. finally meet in person. But yeah. thank you so much for being here. Good good job on all your success. And I wish you the best continuing success and making it to 120 if Jesus doesn't come back first. I love it. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it. Another very successful person sharing his answers to the question, what is his key to success? What is the root of his success? And he used the word vision, talked about that. When I asked him how he defined success, and he talked about defining it as pursuing and maximizing his talents. And then I asked him if he thought he was successful. He said, yeah. And it was about having proper perspective about life. And then his fourth question about giving that advice about staying passionate, staying passionate about what it is that you want to accomplish in life. 
that's why I do this show. I want to I want to give you the listener the opportunity to hear from somebody who's who's been very successful in many different areas of life to give you some tips and some keys to get to the root of your success. Make sure that you tune in every time I do one of these shows. We try to release two or three episodes per week. Sometimes we're only able to do one, but uh, we try to release two or three every week if we can. Also want to make sure that if you haven't picked up a copy of my best-selling book, Exit Without Exiting, please go check that out at therealjasonduncan.com slash book. therealjasonduncan.com slash book. It's only $15.99. Free shipping straight to your door. Exit Without Exiting is a book I wrote about how to live the exit lifestyle, which is what that means is how do you exit the daily operations of your business without selling the business? And that is an alternative that many entrepreneurs, maybe even you, haven't haven't previously considered. And I wrote the book on it, how to do it, why to do it and the best practices to do it. But it's not just an instructional book. It's a book of stories about three different entrepreneurs and how they proceeded through the building and the exiting of their business. So go check out Exit Without Exiting, the book at therealjasonduncan.com slash book. Thank you for that. Make sure you tune in again next week or next time, next episode when I talk with an entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, as always, I am The Real Jason Duncan. And Jesus is keeping. Attention business owners. Attention business owners. Feeling burnout from running your business? Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.